everybody, MegaRoar31, back here for FSI DFS. I apologize that DK and I be able to do the show together tonight, but I can't get a hold of them. So um, I'm just going to go do it solo so we can get it out so you can get your this information. So we have the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Raceway. And if you watch the truck race tonight, you realize that only 12 trucks really um, mattered because... It was a, it's a short track and those trucks got out and pretty much it was whoever was in clean air there pretty much dominated. So when Jessica had the pole and he got out first and then uh, he actually hit his um, jack man, like kind of nudged him, didn't like hit him that hard. He was, he was fine, but that slowed him down. So when he came out after the first yellow flag, then it was, um, Chandler Smith took over and pretty much led the rest of the race. So there's only really one caution other than the competition caution. So I think even though it's like a short track and it isn't like a real um, grinded out short track there. So we'll see what happens here. And we had a really interesting day in practice and qualifying and in qualifying, they, they do it in two groups, which I just don't understand. I like how they do it in um, Xfinity and uh, truck personally much better where it just, they have the ratio and they usually send the people that are the worst out first and some of the better ones out last. But here you had like two groups going and the first group ended up with a huge disadvantage because the more rubber that got laid down on the track, the faster the car started going. So you have a case here where Cody Ware like qualifies better than Kyle Busch. And I know I've been on Kyle Busch. I know it's, I was really on the fence whether I should have played him or not last weekend, um, even though he was in a good position. And I'm glad I didn't because he ended up back in the pack and getting in a, in a wreck, which wasn't his fault. It just seems to have, like, really, really bad luck this year. Uh, and I said the same thing about John Hunter Nemechek um, for the truck race, but he ended up actually having a solid race and finishing second, so... Um, I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do with Kyle Busch here, but let's look at, at the top and come down. But the moral story is these qualifying times are all kind of jumbled up. So it's creating a lot of really great cash plays down on the bottom and some real speculation up top. So Kyle Larson got the pole and then he flew off to Iowa, I think, to run a dirt race tonight. And then he's coming back and race a truck. So he's a professional driver. I don't think it's going to hurt him that much as if it was, a lesser driver, but you, you just still got to keep that into consideration. He was average in practice, like 17th. If you look on the right-hand side, you can see like the practice speeds there. And so I really think he's a GPP. Like, could he get out there and, and dominate just like Majeski did, um, having the pole and having, if he starts on the outside line, which seemed to be the preferred one to work the, the best? Yes. But just being 17th in practice, I, I don't know how fast this car is. They might have just set it up for the qualifying, and it's not going to do really well with long run speed. It's going to fall back. So to me, he's a GPP play, especially with recent form and everything. Um, I've always said Kyle Larson has love and hate affair with these tires. He's been better recently. The tire has been better recently. This is the fourth race, I believe, that they've had this tire. So we've got some good data on it here. But the guy I really like is the guy behind him is Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain has been really fast this year. Trackhouse was really fast this year. He's the fastest in practice. He should have probably had the pole besides Larson's unbelievable lap that he just laid down there. 
And I really think Chastain can overtake him for the lead and just go out there and pull away kind of like Chandler Smith and Ancrum did when they were got the lead and lead to at least until the first competition caution. And his pit team hasn't been horrible this year. I know he's had some penalties in here, but anytime he's been sent backwards, he's been able to work his way back through a field because his car has just been fast. And that's what we really need here is speed. So I really like Chastain here. Denny Hamlin, um, he's he's won here recently. He's ran well at Richmond. I still think he's a GPP. He could be a real dark horse here. Um, you know, if he can overtake Chastain here, or if he's got a better pit stop than Chastain, Chastain falls back and and can't advance. You know, past like fourth or fifth position, and Hamlin gets out there or changes pit sequence or something, he's got a great shot too. His sixth fastest in practice. He's he's been decent. It's a type of track that suits him. So I think that he's borderline cash, but I think he's a GPP play here because I really think Ross is the one that's going to go out and dominate. But Hamlin, I very well could be a dark horse and do that also. Then you got these two Hendricks cars. You got Byron and Bowman, who really haven't had a ton of speed this year. Uh, Byron, I really, for some reason, has really struggled after having a great season last year. And it actually wasn't bad in the beginning of the season. But I don't know if it's a new car. Well, he's got a really good pick crew chief and one that's really good at setting up cars and stuff. And just things haven't clicked recently. And Bowman, same thing. So the two of them were like mediocre in practice. And then all of a sudden, they both, just like Larson, I don't know if Hendrick just said, like, let's trim these cars out and, and tape them up and get them out there and let's you know because track position is key here and maybe that'll compensate for our not having as much speed as some of their other cars out here so i really don't know what to do with these guys i like the price point on them but i go play them as gpp i think i'm really gonna start my gpp with larson byron and bowman and just throw them all in gpp line and see what happens there because the guy behind them martin truex has one of the best drivers ratings here and he's, I know it's it's a new car, and, and he's been in better form recently. Um, he's he's knocking on the door. He's been getting close, and I think this might be where he gets over the top. So he's the one fifth in practice in speed, starting six here. I really think that Hamlin and Chastain are the only ones kind of in his way for the victory here. So. And I don't think I could fit Chastain, Hamlin, and Truex all in the same lineup. It's going to be even hard to fit Chastain, Truex, and um, Kyle Busch in the same lineup without playing some guys that really I don't feel super comfortable about. So I'm just going to have to make some decisions on my build here. Cole Custer, I believe, is a fade starting way too far forward here. Brad Keselowski, he's one that could potentially hang out in the top 10 and finish in the top 10. But he only had 28th um, overall speed in practice. So that kind of scares me off him. So he's kind of a fade here. If, if you want to put him like 5% in the 150 max, and I'm fine with that. Same thing with Eric Jones. Is, yes, he did have some speed in practice here, but he didn't. I don't think he ran as many laps as some of the other people. And I don't think this is really a track that suits him super, super well. So I kind of out on him, though. So... Cole Custer, I'm definitely a fan. He's not going to be in any of my lineups. Kazowski and Jones, if you're playing 150 max and you want a 5% on them, then maybe. Blaney, GPP here. 
21st in practice. Again, I think he might have benefited from like qualifying later. And I just, Penske hasn't been bad here. Like Toyotas have obviously been the fastest out here. Hendrick and um, Penske have been in, like the second tier down. He's just hasn't put together like a complete game. It's like he goes out there and he either qualifies well or he has some good runs like at some part of the race. But at the end of the race, he's just never quite there this season. So um, GPP, because he definitely has a lot of potential, but I don't feel super solid as the floor. Same thing with Bubba here. Wasn't super impressed with his uh, practice speeds or anything. Did qualify well. At least 2311 cars have been fast. But I still think it's going to be more GPP. Austin Dillon. Love Austin Dillon when he starts in the 20s or something like that. This is just a little too too far forward. Really don't see any upside for him at this price point. Really didn't see anything in practice that really stood out that made me think that he could stay in the top 15. So I'm off of him. Kevin Harvick. One last week, complete surprise. Um, you know, I, I think that if we didn't have that caution that he wouldn't have. But you know what? He did good for him. Kudos, hats off. Congratulations. Can you go back to back here? I don't think so. But this is a high tire wear track, almost like the, um, you know, old Atlanta was. And he was always really good there. And he's one that's really good with, um, you know, managing his tire and knowing what to do and being patient and, and picking off guys. So I think in 19th in practice, so he's kind of close to where he's starting. I think that he's one that potentially could, um, you know, stay in the top 15, move up maybe into the top 10, have a decent day. The price isn't bad at 9,100. So definitely consider him in cash. Ty Gibbs again, this car has been fast when Kurt Busch had it and these types of tracks. The car has been fast. Ty Gibbs is still um, adjusting to the learning curve of this new cup car. And I, I like the price point and everything. It would have surprised me if he ended up in the top five. Absolutely not. Um, you know, he's done really well at Richmond in the Xfinity Series in his limited time there. But I just still, again, practice in 27th. But again, maybe still trying to get used to the car and set up and stuff like that. So I'm not going to completely rule him out. Um, I do like him. I might try to get some exposure to him, maybe looking at like 15% here. Um, but, you know, I, I I don't think he's like a super priority this week. Uh, like he was last week, I, I liked him a lot better. Chase Briscoe here, same thing. I, I think I like him here. I don't love him at 7,700. I don't know if he can finish in the top 15 here. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll sprinkle him a little bit into GPP, maybe 5 to 10%, but not going to play a lot of them. Todd Gillian started way too far forward here. I think he benefited from the qualifying. Um, 32nd in speed. He's good here in truck series, but this car, I just don't think it's going to have the, the speed. I think he's going to fall laps and laps down. So not interested here. Joey Logano is, again, these Penske cars, I said, are decent here. 13th in, in practice, 17th qualifying. So I see some potential here for him to get into the top 15 or top 10. He's good in this style of track, um, and he's been in, in okay form recently. So I feel comfortable playing him in cash it in, in 93. Uh, a little bit more place differential than Harvick for about $200 more. 
uh, with probably about the same win upside. Chris Busher, GPP here, again, 29th in, in practice. Nothing really stands out. Um, really the only guy kind of in this, like, 66 range. Uh, between he and Stenthouse, like, I, I'm not, really don't like Stenthouse in his current form. I think he started a little bit too far forward. Same thing with, with Busher here. But so I, I definitely take Busher over him. Noah Gregson, definitely a fade here. Um I just really can't see this colleague car and, and kudos to Greg's and he's going to be in the 42 car next year. The one that Ty Dillon has um, currently for a petty GMS motorsports. So, um, you know, he'll be up in cup next year. Hopefully Ty Dillon gets a ride someplace. Maybe he'll pop down McFinney and take over his ride or, or something like that. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but um, between the three of these, like I'm not super, loving any of them if you fall on them besides Grayson Grayson just don't take him just just you drop down to, like to other players so we'll get to that but um the 6k range really don't like it I'd probably try to adjust things to get out of it if I if I could Christopher Bell like way too expensive just uh, didn't really look great in practice look like they're trying to make some adjustments like could he put it together yeah but he's been erratic either he like gets the pole and and he's great and then he falls back so again i am as a gpp i can't completely roll him out I, I think i definitely need to have some shares of him just in case like some of the other tutorials he put together maybe maybe i need to start a line with christopher bell ty gibbs and um who's the bubble walls, <laughs> throw those three of them together, like with like the, the Toyota potential pool and um, see what happens. I think I'll play that line tomorrow just to see what happens and throw them in with some other ones. Maybe, maybe throw Denny Hamlin in there as my early leader and, and those guys as some place differential guys, if they do have the speed and then see who else fits in the lineup and see where we go from there. Um, Next up, Ty Dillon, 5,400. Again, I like the price tag here. I wish he was a little bit further on back. I think he's going to kind of finish. I think he can stay in the top 25 at least. So um, GPP, but if you need the 5,400 to make your cash line work, and he's the last guy in, I'm, I don't have any problem with that. Chase Elliott, really interesting here. Um, again, I think he's one of the ones like Kyle Busch that got, um, ended up down here just because of the qualifying group he was in and the track conditions. So I think out of the Hendricks cars, he would be my favorite to play just because he's got some place differential. He had shown more speed than they had him in, in practice and um, his form's been decent recently. Plus you're, um, but I mean, you're, he's, you're paying, he's the third most expensive driver on the slate. So if you can fit him in as a place differential play, that's fine. But remember track position is, is key here. So, you know, we did see some, some guys, I forget where um, Tyler Gray, he had a really amazing race. He finished in the top 10, might have been fifth position. I think he started like somewhere in the 20s in truck race. And he had a fast truck and he was good at short track driving and he was able to work his way up there um, pretty easily. So I, I think Chase can be, will be able to do that and pass some of these guys that I've just rolled my eyes at recently um, here, especially you know, Custer, Kasowski, who falls back, Jones, if you know, speed, Austin Dillon, Todd Gillian, um, possibly Briscoe, uh, 
um, Busher, Noah Gregson. So, I mean, there's at least maybe 10 positions that Chase can make up there. Daniel Suarez, he, again, like his um, teammate uh, Chastain has hit at speed this year. Uh, ninth in qualifying, I think he was a victim of uh, the whole – or ninth in practice, I think he was a victim of the qualifying thing too here. 82 is not a bad price tag for somebody who's had speed that probably has top 15 um, upside. So I, I think he can get there and make value. So I'm okay with him. Cash, I didn't get some floor. Landon Castle, way too far forward here. Um, Tyler Reddick, I don't know. Second in um, – practice speed but it's kind of deceiving because i don't think he ran that many laps here so i think his average might be higher just um but not and like if you look at like five or ten or i think some guys made out there for 15 laps so um i have him as a cash play here but it's very borderline i, I like some other guys in this range much better justin haley he actually had top 10 speed and i think it was legit and um cash or in uh, practice. And I think you can play him in cash to 6K here. I, I like him so much better than Stenthouse and Busher. You're saving a little bit of money, and he showed the speed in practice. He's been pretty consistent, and I think he's got some play, more, definitely more place differential. And I think, I don't think he can drop pretty far, much below, you know, where he is right now. I think he can go nowhere but up. Cody wears a fade again, starting way too far forward. And now we come to Kyle Busch. I said, this is a really tough decision because he looked okay in practice. He was round top 10 in speed. And, you know, obviously qualifying, it just seemed like he went out there early and with the more rubber on the track, the faster the cars went. So, you know, he just was kind of at like a physical disadvantage there. But he just can't get out of his own way sometimes and just trouble seems to find him. So... Even though I have him marked as a cash play, even though I think he's going to be marked as a core play by many other um, people that tout um, DFS things. And I completely get it. I completely understand the same thing as last week. It makes sense. And it's nothing to like I have personally against Kyle Bush. It just, I've just seen people get burned so much that it's really, really hard for me to pull the trigger in cash. Just watching the truck race, and I know the car race is, is different. These cars are different than the trucks. There's many more laps um, to this for people to be able to make up position and stuff. I I just don't know if I'll be able to do it. I mean, I might end up splitting my cash. Sometimes I do that and put like play a Kyle Bush line and play a not Kyle Bush line. And then hopefully at least one of them hits. And you say, you know, when, when you do that, then don't you break even, but usually not because usually the multipliers and like the GPPs and, and other things I play and, and usually the other strong floor plays that I put in the Kyle Bush lineup are enough to um, not cash in everything. So I'll probably like double up on the other line if I was wrong on Kyle Bush. And if, um, and then, you know, I usually at least get like, even if Kyle Bush fails in this, I usually at least get like a 25% of it. So, so I usually still profit for the day. It's, it's not like a, a windfall day, but, but it's enough to make a little bit of profit and be ready to move on to the next week and not like lose a ton. So that that's what I really recommend. Sometimes when you have hard decisions in cash games is to hedge them to build your cash line without the player in question and then to build with him but use really really solid plays around him so that you have enough floor that if it doesn't work out and 
the ownership is so high on them that if the chalk fails, that it's really not going to hurt you. You're not going to win a GPP. You might min cash a lot of the things, but it's not, you're not going to lose your shirt over it. Harrison Burton, kind of like him here also, it's his home track. He knows the track really, really well. Um, ran really well here in Xfinity. So I, I think, you know, he can be a cash play here. Top 12 in um, practice speed. So I really like him. Corey LaJoy, uh, I think this is the lowest price point that I'll go with the 5,200 here. 14th in in practice, but he just hasn't had speed and in these types of tracks he's been better at like the one and a half and like and in super speedways and, and things like that so if you have to if he's last man in i think he's fine again like he can he can only really lose like five points here by falling down and you're you're built in a couple of positions because like i said nascar's um, and DK is built on a 40 car uh, field. The game is so I think you start out with at least four points. Um, if you finish 36, so you might his worst case scenario would be a negative one. Um, so and that's not bad for 5800 or 5200 for a Joy. Eric Almarola, I think he's going to be super, super pot. I think these next um three plays are going to be super, super popular. And I'm hedging on Cindric here just because. Um, I think, you know, the Penske is the stronger of the teams here, but Almirola and Cindric were three and four in practice and they were super victims of the qualifying, just like Kyle Busch was and Chase Elliott was, they looked really good in practice and Almirola is good at this, um, flat track and these short tracks here. And Cindric has also been in decent on them. Um, you know, some of the, he was always a real good road course driver and some of these short tracks and breaking everything have road course principles and in like passing in tight corners and stuff like that. So really like both these ones and McDowell, I think you can throw in there also. I mean, this is a really nice, um, like if you just want to start with these three guys in cash and just rotate guys up top, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's perfectly fine. And if you're like playing like in the, the 20 max and just lock in Almirola, Cindric and McDowell, there's so much floor here. And then plug in all the rest of the guys that uh, you want to play, you know, up, up top, mix and match them and just keep those core three down here. And, and I think you could definitely have a lot of success. Um, Final two, Yaley and McLeod. They just don't have the equipment to keep up here. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, McLeod, I think, ran like one or two laps in practice and just parked the car. I don't know if it's because he's, he's planning on just, I don't know. He might not even make minimum speed tomorrow. He might get black flag like 10 laps into it. But I wouldn't be surprised if these guys are 20 laps down at some point in the in the race you know just keep on getting lapped and lapped and lapped just keep on moving up and let everybody go by so they're they're not really competitive in this this type of race so hope that helped you out here like i said it, it's a tough one just kind of recapping you just got to figure out who your dominators are up top there are a lot of laps that you want to capitalize on i think rustin and Truex and and hamlin would be the ones that i favor the most I think Harvick and Logano are dark horses to get up there. And, um, you know, just got to figure out what to do with these guys down here. They're really expensive with place differential like Elliott and Kyle Busch. But I really, really like the solid plays that you have down here of like um, Harrison Burton, Cindric, Almirola, and McDowell. So 
As always, if you have questions, put them in the comments below. You can hit me up at Twitter at MegaRuler31. Uh, we really appreciate you watching the video. Please give us a like. Helps us get out to more people. Subscribe to our channel so you know videos coming out. And just share it with your friends. Just word of mouth really helps us too. Um, so appreciate everybody watching. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy the beautiful weather. It's, it looks like it's going to be a nice day at Richmond. No um, have to worry about any rains. I know some people are disappointed it's not a night race, but uh, hopefully you can make the most of it and have a, a good race and that the builds won't be too chalky and that, you know, we'll be able to have some advantages by some of the plays here and to be able to make some money. So uh, next week we go back to road courses. We watch Good Glen and we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs for um, these guys too. So things are starting to get real, real interesting. So thanks again for watching. I'm Megaro31. Um, I'll see you next time.